Scott Harold is known for his interviews. Well, you're asking great questions. I think you're in the right career path, my friend. <laughs> I really do. Scott Harold's SOS Radio podcast starts, starts now. We strongly believe that the material that we consume has a direct effect on our emotional health and our spiritual health. And that's why we do our SOS 30-Day Challenge every single January. It's a great time to also talk about resetting our prayer life. So wanted to invite Jim Maxim to hang out with us today. How are you, Jim? Great, Scott. Thanks for having me. You know, prayer, it's an interesting gift that God's given us because a lot of times we think about God up there, we're down here, and we feel like we're in the central narrative of our story. But when we start to pray, we realize that, wait, this is a story about God that he's invited us into, huh? Yes, it really is, God. And the first thing that he did when he accepted the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the very first thing he did was he tore the veil of the temple from top to bottom. And he said to everybody, now, you can come in and fellowship with me. That was his first act that he did when he accepted Christ's sacrifice. So what that tells us is how much Almighty God longs to be with his children, how much he loves to fellowship with us. And that's what prayer is, talking and fellowshipping with God. Can we just own the fact that sometimes prayer is awkward? I mean, it's like I'm a human trying to talk to God, but what's so cool is that God reached down to us and wanted to have a personal relationship with us, and so he sent Jesus to be that intermediary between fallen man, me and you, to a holy God, and essentially this is just having a conversation with God. When we say prayer, that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. Jesus said, hey, when you talk to me, go into your secret place and close the door. Because when you talk to me, you have my undivided attention, and I want yours. So come to me. Whatever is on your heart, whatever you're struggling with, kids, wife, husband, finances, work, whatever that is, shut the door and come with me. And I promise you that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, I'm going to do it for you because I love you. We've all had prayers that we feel like, yeah, they went unanswered, or maybe God didn't hear me, or maybe God just doesn't want to respond to my request right now. We're actually talking with Jim Maxim today at SWS Radio. He actually founded Acts 413 Ministries. They're all about sharing the love of Jesus. They're about counseling. I also talk a lot about prayer. And Jim, it's interesting when we read through the Gospel of Matthew, it'll talk about like Jesus saying, hey, ask, it'll be given to you. Seek, and you'll find. Knock, the door will be open to you. But a lot of times we feel like, oh, maybe my prayers are just being ignored. What encouragement can you share through your journey, Jim, for those that feel like, I pray and I don't feel like God ever speaks back to me? Well, one of the greatest truths that I ever learned that really opened up my eyes is that we have an enemy that hates our guts. (laughs) And he goes to great lengths to lie to our minds. The negative voices that we hear, the negative feelings, all the stuff that gets thrown at our minds. But we have to remember that God told us that the weapons of our warfare, they're not natural, man-made, or carnal weapons but they're divine weapons for the pulling down of strongholds. And with these weapons, we can bring every negative thought captive. So I don't know about you, Scott, but I hear negative thoughts all the time, (laughs) especially when I go to pray. And I have to realize that this is a divine intervention I'm having because God is divine. He's almighty. And we have to understand that when we go to separate ourselves alone with him, it's only natural to feel the negative forces that would fight against us to try to hinder us from going deeper with God. You know, God, Satan only wants one thing from us. 
He only wants one thing, and that is our intimacy with God. And the reason for that is he can never have it again. Satan will never be permitted to feel God's love or his presence. He's jealous of us. And he knows that any believer, any Christian that has a personal relationship with Christ and begins to feed their spirit in prayer, they become more aware and more sensitive to the spiritual surroundings around them, and they begin to become more successful, quote-unquote, as a Christian, to become stronger and to have that peace and that contentment. Hey, this past year has been horrible with this COVID stuff. So I don't know anybody that hasn't had a bunch of negative thoughts thrown at them. This is especially a time when we all need to seek our time with our Father more intimately because of all the negative stuff against us. When we're in a battle, we have to have a strategy if we want to succeed, right? We're talking with Jim Maxim today at Swiss Radio, and we're talking about crafting a prayer strategy. I mean, strategy is defined as a plan of action or a policy designed to achieve a major overall aim. Now, Jim, what have you learned about crafting a strategy to pray? Because prayer is essentially a conversation with God, but it's also deeper than that. It's much deeper than that, Scott, and I'm a businessman, and I have to apply disciplines in my business. Yes, I hire the most intelligent people I can find with master's degrees or PhDs, and, but if we don't apply the disciplines that are necessary for that particular area that we're trying to be successful in, it's not going to happen. So why would prayer be anything different than that? Corey Ten Boom said, make an appointment with God and keep it. The hardest thing to do about prayer is to get there. Because once you get there, it's all over. (laughs) Once you get in the presence of God and you understand that you can say, Father, I'm here today to worship you. Father, I'm here today to bless you and to praise you and to magnify you. God, thank you for letting me come to you. Thank you, Father, for letting me feel your presence. Help me press in today, God. Once we do that, if we take the first step, Jesus said in Hebrews 5, 7, it says, with loud cries and tears, Jesus prayed to his Father. And because of his reverence for God, God heard his cry. The first step, Scott, is to reverence God. What do I mean by that? Just say, God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you're holy, Father. And I'm not coming into your presence casually. Father, look deep in my soul. And if there's anything I've done to offend you that's hindering me from going closer to you, God, please forgive me. Reveal it to me and help me, Father, to press into you. That's the first step, Scott. Just have reverence for God. Show up, step number one, have reverence for him. Make your confession of your soul and then then begin to intercede for the things that you or your loved ones need. God longs to hear our cry. For the kingdom of God isn't a matter of talk, but it's actually a matter of power. And we're actually talking with Jim Maxim today at SWS Radio. And we're talking about crafting a prayer strategy. Now, Paul talks about the kingdom of God a lot in his letter to the Corinthian church. And you actually talk a little bit about that in your book as a way to illustrate how important, you know, molding and crafting a prayer journey can actually be. Yes, absolutely, Scott. And Paul told us that, look, he says, pray always. Be instant, be constant in prayer. Be in prayer in your car, be in prayer at your work, be in prayer at your home. But what does that mean? Have the attitude of reverence. Have the attitude that you want to communicate with God. Just show God that you have a heart for him. Pursue God. And I promise you, when you take one step, God takes two. There's nothing that your Father in heaven won't do for you. 
nothing. He longs to be with us. And that's what prayer, our enemy has taken the word prayer and kind of made it so unattractive to Christians. (laughs) Scott, most Christian churches today don't have a corporate prayer meeting. How can that be? When God said that my house shall be called a house of prayer. God said that if my people who are called by my name would build big buildings and raise lots of money and wear skinny jeans and have technology, (laughs) they can do it all on their own. And me and Jesus and the Holy Spirit will chill out. I don't think he said that. What he said was, if my people would simply humble themselves, what does that mean? Father, forgive me. Help me, God, to worship you. Open up the eyes of my understanding, Father. Paul told us that intimacy with God was the greatest thing that we could ever have in this earth, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God longs to bless us in business or medicine or radio interviews or whatever your profession is. God longs to bless you and to make you successful at that, and he will. If you pursue him for wisdom and knowledge and understanding, where are you going to get that in his presence? God tells us that I will give to you wisdom and knowledge and understanding. I will open up the chasms of your mind and make you more intelligent than you could have ever imagined. Proverbs 8:12 says that I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. George Washington Carver said, God, show me the secrets of the universe. We all know that he was a man of prayer that would spend hours a day in prayer. God said to him, little man, you couldn't handle the secrets of the universe, but I will show you the secrets of a peanut. And from a peanut come two to 300 different foods. So the idea that we're longing to have more intimacy with God, it will unlock our mind. It will unlock our emotions. This has been a very difficult year for many people. And this is the perfect time to start 2021 with a prayer journey of just to say, Father, I'm coming away with you every morning. I'm going to seek you first, God. I'm going to place you on the altar of my heart. Father, you're the desire of my heart, first and foremost. And when somebody does that, Scott, their life will come alive. Their Christianity will have real power. That scripture that you quoted, that the kingdom of God is not a lot of talk, but power. Well, what's that look like? To me, that looks like the ability to go to work and the people that are hurting around us, whether it's at the coffee shop or in the office or at the gas station, God will move in our hearts to bless that individual, to encourage that individual. The power of God will flow through you when you're plugged into him first and foremost. We're talking about crafting a prayer strategy today with Jim Maxim. It's a key to transforming our hearts from inside out. That's how Jesus does it. Now, Jim's new book, it's called 21 Days of Deeper Prayer, about discovering an extraordinary life in God. Thanks for sharing some of your wisdom with us today, Jim. Oh, it's great to be here with you, Scott. Thank you so much for having us. And on the website, what we did was went into the studio and recorded 21 Days of Intercession that coincide with the book. So when you're reading day one, for example, go to our website, Click on day one, and we'll be there with you praying out loud about what you just read. It's just a nice way to get the year started with somebody helping you to intercede for the next 21 days to start that habit in your life. You're good to go. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion, give it a five-star rating in your app store. The way the technology works, your ratings really help spread the word.